0: very special edition of the lords of grantham podcast we are talking about the brand new show that we will be covering on this podcast we hope you enjoy it and with no further introductions here you go
1: and we are here with with something fresh for you (laughs)
0: Yeah, I know you all were wondering what show would we cover now that we've wrapped up the crown, and today you'll get your answer.
1: It's ballers, baby. (laughs) We're
0: doing it. We're going all in. We're abandoning Europe. We're coming back to America.
1: We're going to to Miami.
0: We are going down to Miami. That is correct.
1: Well, just like draft day, I decided I had to do, you know, when you watch the drafts, Mm -hmm. you see this. I'm you're putting, putting on my the, the Brahma on. Bowl hat? My The Rock Under Armour hat. <laughs> nice.
0: You, full, always a supporter of the rock there. We gotta
1: live the gimmick. The yeah. listeners can't see this, but I'm wearing wearing my hat with the, the Brahma Bull.
0: I wonder how many listeners just tuned out as soon as we said we're watching ballers.
1: Well they saw the title of the episode, so they probably tuned <laughs> tuned out or didn't even push play.
0: <laughs> that is true. That is true. But Dave, are we are we watching ballers? I, we did bad. watch
1: ball. No, we are not watching. Well, we did watch ballers. I ball. mean, hypothetically. Well, we did this last year on April 1st. This is our little April mm-hmm. Fool's, you uh-huh. know, take, we took last week off. We got plans for the future, They're coming. but we're, we're, we're treading lightly for the next couple weeks, I think.
0: This time last year, we did the Apprentice, Celebrity Apprentice with Rod Ligoyevich, but I think for obvious reasons of just being done with that era of life we're not just not going to talk about that show again on here
1: as much as we future. we <laughs> laughed and loved some of this this idiocy of the donald trump mm-hmm. celebrity apprentice we didn't know just how much covid would destroy everything <laughs> not to say it was all it just his past our breaking points yes exactly but yeah. so ethically speaking I, I don't feel yeah and with blagojevich you know, there's only so much we can take.
0: <laughs> just put, put some more dirt on Rod. No, we're here to talk about ballers. This is what we're talking about this year for April Fool's. It's not your traditional Lords of Grantham. It's just us balling, baby.
1: Yep. Yep. So I guess. Is there any news in the world of the crown or Downton Abbey or ballers?
0: None, <laughs> none across all things. I think it's a, a dead time of the year for that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, no, I can't say that there's. Well, then
1: a Black Adam poster or something was on the internet or something. DC's that has nothing, timeline. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if we're Dwayne talking Johnson's cast cast members from Ballers having something to do.
0: Yeah, no, 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 nothing like that going on. Uh, well, why don't we just get into this? because I think there's a lot to unpack here. What is our history with the show Ballers, Dave? What is our history with The Rock himself, the great one?
1: I mean, if you are listening to this podcast, you know that we're big wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. Love The Rock. We, I think both of us have very positive experiences with uh, The Scorpion King, his real on-screen, not-CGI debut.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we watched a lot of his movies, including the bad ones, just because... We're devotees. We went and saw Hercules together. I've seen Hercules the like three
1: or four times.
0: Well, I have not. I just. Saw I think that Hercules one time. is fun.
1: I really like that movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I nothing against it, but that that's just where we are in terms of our, our rock. What was, what's the one? What's the
1: one where he he's the truck driver and his kid is that dies? Oh, faster, faster! I saw that. I, I saw that one. That oh wait no strangest one.
0: no that's Snitch. You're thinking of Snitch. Snitch. Is it Snitch? Wait, is it? Yeah. Th- it, no, Faster is the one where he's, uh, where he's got a gun and he's no, got someone. It's I think it is Faster, movie. is it?
1: Is, it's, oh, it must, it, have been, it must have been Snitch.
0: Yeah. So anyways, rest assured, we, we've seen our fair share of rock content. And when he announced that he was going to be going to HBO with a TV show, got to say, I was a little bit perplexed by this decision.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, the, fa- the Faster poster and the Snitch poster are the same.
0: Yeah, yeah, so forgive us for getting those two confused. But, Dave, what was your reaction to hearing that The Rock was having a TV show?
1: I thought it was wild. It was was impossible.
0: Well, because he was at the peak of his fame, really, you know, he the, he was riding high on the Fast and Furious series. Um, Hercules did okay at the box office. San Andreas did very well. And then he just comes out with ballers in the middle of the summer of 2015. And then after that, he goes on a run that is insane. You know, mm-hmm. $100 million movie after $100 million movie. And it's like, why pack your already cramped schedule with this, <laughs> of all things? That's, yeah. It, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, he, and he's back at it again. He has the Young Rock right now where he's on it, but he, hes it's not in the same capacity as this where he's the star.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I feel like we see him lighten his load in Ballers quite a bit by the end of the show.
0: Well, I think a lot of people lighten their load with Ballers. You talk to anyone who's a fan of the show, and I think – not me, actually. I stuck with it, but there's a lot of people who are Fairweather fans. Even you, Dave, you fell behind for like a season and a half. No, I
1: didn't. I watched, the, I watched it all as a dude. Sometimes I would fall all a week or two behind.
0: Oh, I've, I've, okay. Our, our attorney, Kevin,
1: is the one that, that called, tapped out.
0: I feel like we know enough people. I know enough people who just couldn't keep up with Ballers, but I think it kind of paralleled The Rock's flagging interest in the show as well, mm-hmm. whereby the last season. Ninety percent of his scenes are filmed in a room, clearly against a CG screen or green screen. So so he's he in like just... a recording
1: booth, or he's in a yeah. Because half of his his stuff in the last season is recording this ominous interview, which mm-hmm. winds up being like the last um, canonical scene of the show.
0: Well, let's not spoil it. We're good, to have ourselves. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Okay. But, yeah. We but, got but,
1: years and years to cover this.
0: Yeah, and I shouldn't say he was in front of a CG screen. He's. He, it's more accurate to say he doesn't interact with many other actors. He, I, don't, I think he only interacts with one or two other people in the last season yeah, because he, he it's goes up to like his <laughs>
1: Yeah, he, well, he, he walks up yeah. to his
0: co-star
1: who, um, before we even get into this, barely has a role in this episode. Yeah, but who becomes his sort of sidekick and like they don't even—they're not even in the same room. It's like the last season of Arrested Development.
0: Yeah, the last season of Ballers is bizarre. I, I, I liked some of where it went, but this show is very much an up and down affair, <laughs> I think it's fair to say, for people. So, like, if you're listening it's in like this and you're interested it. in the show, <laughs> you, mm, uh, I think there's higher variance going on, uh, on in Ballers. and Higher people highs? Are listening in and, or more no, variance? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, it goes up and then it goes very down and then it goes, uh... I, I don't even know if there's really a high high for the show. It's just
1: the ensemble is so good.
0: But if you were listening to this, if you're listening to this and you think, "Huh, I should watch Ballers," I would say, "Don't." Th- that's where I land on that.
1: <laughs> okay, that's bold. I don't know if I would say don't. I think if you like The Rock, this is this is um snackable content, as people say.
0: Yeah, if you like The Rock, I'm sure there's worse things you can watch. Uh, I would say he- here's but... what I'll say:
1: if you're a male mm-hmm. listening, and I mean, or. If you're someone that likes The Rock in action movies and has maybe a partner who doesn't like action movies and you want to let let them in on what The Rock does and they won't watch wrestling clips, they won't watch Fast and Furious movies, but you want to give them the dose of Dwayne, this is where to go, I
0: think. Honestly, I, I don't even know. I, I think for Rock fans, just go back and watch old WWE content. I would say... The show is only for people like Or maybe me, Young or Rock. NFL I haven't seen yet. Young Rock. It's okay. But I, I would say the show is only for people like me who are NFL degenerates who just follow the season year-round and can't get enough of this terrible, horrible league. I, but I can't help it. Lo- love, love the game.
1: Now, I'm not a big uh, I'm not a fan of, of football beyond like socially watching and doing fantasy. So mm-hmm. I, I guess I came in for the ensemble. And I grew to really love this whole ensemble by the end of the show. We still talk about yeah, I know. we still talk about Omar Benson Miller <laughs> with some frequency Absolutely. in our social circle.
0: Char- yeah. Charles from Ballers is th- these are endearing characters. <laughs> not
1: all of them, but Charles.
0: Yeah, ch- Charles is the for the, sure. the
1: top the top 5 characters are all pretty great. Maybe even further.
0: Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of fun to be derived from the show though just from knowing football and how much it just gets wrong <laughs> th- mm-hmm. throughout. But uh, that that's its own thing but um
1: should we yeah, dive into no, this episode for,
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i was excited for this show when it came out and like i'm i'm, glad, I'm not when i say don't watch it i'm not glad i didn't watch it, i'm glad i watched it so that, that's where i am right now
1: yeah yeah well okay the first thing we, i think episode. i think the first thing we need to say about ballers is i think this might be the single most relevant theme song in a television show that i have ever seen
0: Oh my gosh! Uh, as soon as you turn on every episode, it's like I'm in. Like, <laughs> no like how often ask. is Lil
1: Wayne? It's it, it's a Lil Wayne song that features Drake, but like mm-hmm. in 2021, six years later, it's still like insanely on the on the pulse. Like That's no, so good. what what show yeah. has done it this well? Like I remember Weeds used to change their theme song every week, and occasionally you'd get like. Oh, it's the Dresden Dolls, or oh, it's like this guy. Nobody mm. ever as on the on the pop culture radar as Drake and Lil Wayne.
0: You're not saying from uh, *Downton Abbey* <laughs> that the well, the it's, on it's the different.
1: Pulse. But there's a lot of like modern shows. Like what was that? *Fresh Off the right. Boat* has like Danny Brown, and it's like that's mm. this very niche.
0: Yeah, no, this is like oh, clearly The Rock has connections because that's how you get this there's song money yeah. every week. <laughs> Yeah, and the song owns. It's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no haters in the building. Bum, bum. <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I, I can't help it if I have reservations about the show itself. I just hear that song, and it's just like, I'm sitting down bum, for the next bum, half hour. No, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Money's coming in. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, and I, I do like that later seasons, too, that The Rock asked for fans to submit... Uh, footage of them working out just to make up the opening credits which is great that that's the rock album. oh yeah best. and i like that
1: yeah. it's straight up like paparazzi footage of dwayne johnson in real life like they <laughs> yeah, don't even sh- shy true. away and i think that the football jersey says johnson in the the opening credits
0: honestly the show itself is a flex by, by the rock he it's, i think is just saying i don't need to do the show I'm just doing it because I can <laughs> and just like look at this look at my my power that that is ballers
1: is him on the Black Adam throne and that they should someone should Photoshop the Black Adam poster of just him in a in a suit or him in the like just the Dolphins jersey
0: why even make a Black Adam movie just make a Spencer Strassmore movie I would absolutely I mean no matter what the show is I'd show up for that are you kidding me well we I mean I mean I, you I got Denzel's son as a <laughs> yeah now that Denzel's son is a leading actor, get the two of them together in to a movie. Yeah, that's that might be the biggest flex.
1: Is Rock just saying like, "Look at what I have in my hands. It's Denzel's son
0: and mm-hmm. David John Washington,
1: John David Washington,
0: John David Washington." <laughs> Forgive me, Denzel, greatest actor of all time. Forgive me.
1: And he says, "I got Dule Hill
0: to do a bit part."
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. He
1: says, "I got Hollywood's next big star, Charles."
0: And then he's got a, a pantheon of NFL talent showing up throughout the and, show and like travis scott shows up for, has, in multiple episodes why not why not he, russell this, brand just shows up uh, in a thankless role for the last two seasons
1: I, I mean i think russell brand has a point he's good he's All good right. but okay, i mean we, it's not we like he was we keep like on tangents
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no ballers maybe we should put that in like the the info of this episode if you want to hear us break down the episode jump ahead
1: <laughs> 12 minutes
0: <laughs> there we go um so, we,
1: so how, this episode begins there's no no waiting. The Rock is the first thing you see.
0: He's having a nightmare.
1: Yeah, about um, playing football.
0: Yeah, he's he's about to lay out some hit on a guy, and it's going to cause him some pain. mm Hmm. Now we should say up front, they tease this throughout the season, and this is another reason why <laughs> maybe it's not worth it for you to tune into the show. But it doesn't pay off. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I wonder
1: why. Like, I here we let's not let's not wade into the weeds yet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But so he he wakes up in a bedroom with a beautiful woman in the bed next to him, mm-hmm. and then he goes into the bathroom and he starts chewing pain pills.
0: Yeah, he just he just knocks him back. Uh, which, when I saw this opening scene, it's like, I'm like I'm in. I I want to see like the dark side of the NFL. I want to mm-hmm. see that canceled ESPN show Playmakers. Like I want to see them struggling with like the you know. The CTE and all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the reality of it. Great opening scene.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then we get this next scene where I was like, "What is going on here?" Mm-hmm. This guy's in this car. Don't remember car. this character at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy Rod. I was like, um, "How much did I forget about this first season?" Mm-hmm. With this, he's wo- charming a girl. He's this talking to a Caucasian woman, and they're uh-huh. talking. And then she's she she says, "How much do you love me?" And he's like more than anything. And then she says, "She said, enough to leave your wife." And it's like, "Oh no!"
0: And then she starts punching him. And then he gets- she goes crazy. She starts sucker punching him right in the face. Like he says no, and she's just like, "When <laughs> he's like, driving, pop. yeah, yeah, driving a sports car going like sixty, you know, on the road. Mm-hmm. Why would you think that's a wise idea? It's not like they were high or anything like that. At the time she was just
1: it was, yeah, it was like during the day. It's not like party in the time middle of the day." Probably
0: early morning. Probably If
1: it's the same day as Spencer eating those pills.
0: Yeah. And he immediately then crashes the car and dies, (laughs) as would happen (laughs) when you assault someone who's driving a fast sports car. That's ballers. Do you think
1: this should have been a bigger flex to make this uh, important? Like, you know that Eastbound and Down episode where they have Seth Rogen play the pitcher just to get hit by the car? Mm -hmm. And it's an impactful cold open?
0: Yeah. This is a scene that we don't even need to see happen. All you need to see is like Dwayne Johnson Stoic and all getting the phone call that a close friend of his friends of his has died. We don't have to see this silly scene of a woman hauling up on a guy and punching him.
1: This is like a 30 minute car. episode. This is not a long episode. No <laughs>
0: the, the warning signs were there from the jump. <laughs> well this is the entourage
1: people too. So like Mark Wahlberg is an associate producer. Yes. Is Levinson yes. involved with entourage? Uh, I like am, I'm not imagine, sure. imagine if that was Wahlberg in that scene. Like it, it would We'd have changed. Cha- I mean, it would have changed the show. It would have changed the trajectory of this the, episode. That would never have happened. Then.
0: It's supposed to be a young guy, anyways. Okay.
1: Well, he's supposed to be like one of the Rock's teammates, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's one of his boys. Yeah.
1: So I mean, it could have been like a dude in his late forties. But Mark also a guy who that. seems
0: to have known. No, but it's also someone who know, knew Ricky and Charles. It seems like so young enough to have played with them, and young enough to, or old enough to have played with the Rock. So somewhere in the middle there. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. This <laughs> Wahlberg guy. I, I do, well, I, do
1: I also feel like Spencer's not supposed to be as old as the Rock is? I feel like he's supposed to be a couple years. No, he's younger. like.
0: I think he's yeah he's like late thirties.
1: Yeah, early forties. So maybe Wahlberg's but, uh, a little too old.
0: Yeah, he's giving a speech though uh, at the, the eulogy the tank there. Eulogy, yeah, uh, for his fallen friend. And uh yeah, afterwards it's, it's he's kind just of chop-
1: full full of nonsense, you know. The, yeah, he's just the, cho- the chop- wife? chopping it
0: up with uh, Ricky and Charles,
1: Ricky and Charles, <laughs> and yeah, finally
0: Ricky Jarrett and Charles Green, and Ricky is uh, considering funeral ho- hose as he refers to him. Yep,
1: not a very um not a good show for you know. Considering we watched *Downton Abbey* and *The Crown*, two very female centric shows that are very pro women ballers might not again might not be the place to go
0: yeah that suggestion you just made about sitting down with your girlfriend to watch some rock content this would not well i mean (laughs) uh, this is better
1: than a lot of his wwe stuff as far as being misogynistic (laughs) that's fair
0: yeah um but it's noted though you know after the rock gave that that eulogy that you know the guy doesn't have any insurance or will or anything left to him which really kind of starts to highlight a theme that recurs throughout the show of how these players aren't really treated well after they they're mm-hmm. done with the NFL or or you know any consideration for their post career and stuff and yeah the, the guy just is kind of just gone and there's nothing left of him yeah the widow says a, a crying says wife f-
1: figure yourself out to to Spencer
0: mm-hmm. and, and how does he react to that Dave he's he just says let's go partying. <laughs> No, he pops some more pills. Oh, this is within, so <laughs> the, within the first five minutes of the show. He twice pops. But then pills. he
1: then he plans the party. the going out with Ricky and Charles.
0: Yeah, no, I. This is one of the funniest things about the show is he just goes through pills like they're candy, like they're they're just like Tic Tacs. He just pops them all the time. Music,
1: the thing is, he never acts like he's addicted to pills. Like you ever see like Kurt Angle in like 2008 when he was on like 50 Mm-mm. Percocets a day? The dude is a yeah. freak
0: yeah no no the rock, I, like I got,
1: Spencer seems like a functioning human
0: right I, you know I got my vaccine shot today and the first thing you know I did afterwards was just pop a few leaves you know and just keep going yeah did, like did you bite him <laughs> yeah I just <laughs> chewed them down and I threw the empty case on the ground it's like, they're like
1: Flintstones vitamins for Dwayne like, yeah yeah or, or Spencer it's
0: wild it's wild um and it's you know this show is also a time capsule because this is twenty fifteen and you see him looking at his phone and it's a shame that smartphones have gotten bigger because that iPhone looks tiny in his massive hand there <laughs> like he could just crush it, yeah but uh he's getting a phone call though from uh from someone
1: from uh Vernon Vernon littlefield mm-hmm. I would say what number I'd say he's number four or five as far as the importance of the whole show, Vernon,
0: yeah. And he has the most circuitous <laughs> path in the whole show of any character, I think. Yeah.
1: I, he is um, insanely frustrating in this first first couple
0: seasons, if I recall correctly, because he just seems yeah, like well, a dope. Right. And it's from his friend Reggie that we don't see. We only hear about him. Yeah,
1: we only hear about Reggie in this episode. But he needs $300,000.
0: Because he's on a, a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. Which rookies do not get paid that well ever since they changed the CBA back in 2010 or 2011. Mm-hmm. And Spencer's like, yeah, I'll get you the money. Even though he knows he doesn't have the money. Yeah. He does not.
1: And then we meet another one of, uh, I'd say the number th- number three character of the show. We meet Joe.
0: Yeah, Rob Corddry. His friends.
1: Yeah. And this is a really, I, I forgot how, um, what's the word I'm looking for? How how platonic, or you know, like very workmen like their relationship is in this first season. Yeah. Joe is kind of dis- going in on on Spencer, saying like, "I hired you for your connections. Like, I went out on a limb to get you here, mm-hmm. and you're not paying off. Like, you really need to start paying off." And he's been there for a year.
0: Yeah, he he needed some work after getting out of the NFL, and uh, it- it's weird to see that. Yeah, Rob is kind of bossing him around a little bit, knowing how knowing how they work out. But uh, yeah, good to- good to see him. Doesn't get to do much here, but. It lets you know that there is an office that will play a role. Uh, mm-hmm. And he for, basically for says that,
1: he says, you know, if you had gotten your friend Rod in here, this might have been a very different situation. Mm-hmm. So he's all about, you know, I think we're we're learning from the get-go that Joe does not care. Joe is to the point.
0: No. Yeah. Yep. And we meet another character because Charles, who was at the, the funeral is just laying around home, his house mourning.
1: <laughs> eating eating chips.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we meet his wife. I can't recall her name. She's great, Isn't her name Tina? She's a doctor. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: She's a great recurring character
0: on the show. She is, I think, underrated on the show. L- Low-key, like, MVP. Yeah, because uh,
1: she, I think we, Charles is not presented as a very uh, impressive man.
0: No, he so he needs to learn something. He needs to find a job, uh, you know, she tells him. So That's it. That's his that's his arc for the episode. He's gotta go find a job. But first he's going out to the club <laughs> yep. with Spence and Ricky Jarrett.
1: Yep. And uh and did do they invite uh, Vernon or or Vernon's just no, a dude. Vernon, Vernon Vernon is not like a Vernon's just one of his clients, yeah. Yeah, he's not necessarily in the um in the, the core group. I mean, he is of the cast, but he is not, like, a friend. Mm -hmm. He's not going to the club with with Ricky and Charles and Spencer. No.
0: And this is where we get to see the first uh, cameos from actual NFL stars. Uh, We see running back uh, Steven Jackson. We see uh, Deshaun Jackson and uh, Antonio Brown hanging out, which is just wild because at the time, Deshaun Jackson was kind of considered, like, a prima donna diva. And now we know Antonio Brown is actually the insane one of those two. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. really gone off the reservation. Uh, And Antonio Brown is the
1: one that that is talking to The Rock about becoming one of his clients, right?
0: Yeah, he's like considering it, which would have been a great investment at that time. Uh, And Spencer's giving him advice about, you know, don't buy depreciating assets because one of them says they they bought a new car. Uh, He says lease. "Lease." Dave, did you take that advice when you bought a car? (laughs) I had already
1: owned my car by the time Ballers came out, so no, I did
0: not. (laughs) Were you just like, Ah oh, man, I should have listened to The Rock when you saw that. Well, I
1: don't think I'm a, a billionaire with the who, wh- whatever guy says he bought an elephant. Like I, I wasn't, I don't have that kind of money to throw around.
0: Yeah, Steven Jackson claims he he bought an elephant and had to also pay tax for it
1: for six hundred grand.
0: I mean, you got the money, <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so they're in the club, just doing whatever they're doing. And uh, a woman comes up to Ricky. Again, we should highlight that Ricky is played by John David Washington. He portrays a wide receiver on the show. In real life, he was a running back on the practice squad for the St. Louis Rams at the same time as Steven Jackson. Mm-hmm. And he did not quite make it in the NFL. And this is his like first actual like acting role. Yeah, is th- this
1: is Dwayne planting his flag and, and John David Washington, you know, stake and claim, I found this guy.
0: Yeah, who we now know is you know he's in Black Klansman, Tenet, If you all seen that, mm-hmm. uh, Malcolm and Marie that was just on Netflix. The guy is a star. He's legit. He's, and good. he's great. He's I, very good. He, he is very good. I, I was actually shocked to learn he was a running back because he doesn't look like he has the frame for that. Uh, he looks like a wide receiver type. So I feel mm-hmm. like he's well cast in this role. So they're at the club and the girl tries
1: to go put the put the moves on Charles
0: Dashy. Oh, a Charles.
1: Yeah and then she she's like what what position do you play? And he's like I'm retired. And then she walks oh, yeah. away. <laughs>
0: that's Charles. That's our Charles. So then she goes uh, for Ricky. Mhm.
1: And Ricky and she, goes for her branding. Oh yeah, yeah that's right.
0: <laughs> Cuz they they say branding. Oh yeah. Smash cut to them just banging it out in the bathroom. Yep. And then some white guy is knocking on the door to get inside. Because he want, needs to use the bathroom, and Ricky leaves the bathroom, and this white guy immediately calls him out. Yeah, which is <laughs> absurd. It comes out of nowhere. He's like, because he hates the Trojans, I guess, which is where, where Ricky played for mm-hmm. in college. And
1: uh, he he calls Ricky a, a selfish, womanizing a
0: hole. Right, and you know he tells him to ask his boy about Rodney, who's dead, and. It just triggers uh, Ricky to then assault him right there in the club, <laughs> which and apparently we saw is. saw the cameras flashing. Yeah,
1: which is a, you know, I don't think, I think, context is very important in these controversies because mm-hmm. I don't think the world would be like, nah, screw Ricky Jarrett, if they knew exactly why he did that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they're trying to draw allusions to what Ray Rice did, where he assaulted his girlfriend in an elevator, and there was the footage of that. Mm-hmm. And then he got cut and never played in the NFL again. I think that's what they're trying to recreate here. But I think yeah, they, they, yeah, they have yeah, to be more content. PC about it. Yeah, here in a, yeah, he cannot assault a woman on the show. It has to be a man. And so they're in the oh, club. No. I if I saw that footage of him just beating up a white dude, I'd probably think, yeah, that guy probably said something that you know made him deserve it. Like mm-hmm. I would not like think anything ill of him. It's like that's eh, fine. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But how do people react, Dave?
1: They're they you know he's. He's in trouble.
0: Yeah. And who uh, do we meet?
1: We meet another character.
0: Ricky's uh, agent, uh, Jason. Yeah. Who's also tight with Spencer.
1: So he was Spencer's agent, if I recall correct. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. That's correct. Yeah. Just a white dude who just shows up on the show throughout. Doesn't really have much of a character.
1: <laughs> I feel like one thing the show does is it tries to make you feel like there are other these these sort of side characters are important. But then, they're really not. No, you know, like, no. and he's perpetually there, and he's a, everybody looks different, which is a big pro of this show. Nobody mm-hmm. really looks the same. So, it's pretty yeah. easy to remember who's who, unlike something like Downton, where they're all sort of in the, not to say Downton, they all look the same, but, you know, everyone downstairs has the same style of clothes, the same mm-hmm. accent, the same this, the same that. A show like Ballers, everyone is, like, incredibly different. Yeah. So, so, I think yeah, he, yeah, he exists to, to be like a, a white Italian guy,
0: <laughs> and he's just sharing that dump info. I mean, in the same conversation where he's talking to Spencer about what may happen to Ricky with his team, he also tells him, "Oh yeah, uh, Vernon has this guy Reggie who's been you know taking his, or using his money. He's going to bankrupt him, Spencer." Hmm. Thanks for the info, uh, Jason.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then Spencer's like i'm gonna i'm gonna I, I have them in my pocket i'm gonna lend them money and i'm gonna sign them
0: mm-hmm. and then they're like aren't you jason's like aren't you broke spence and he's like maybe he says you had to take
1: a risk and he says that not a three hundred thousand dollar risk
0: yeah but before we get to that whole money situa- situation uh spencer sits down uh ricky for a talk uh at breakfast. Actually, I think what is it? J D W uh, call I mean, Ricky calls the Rock. Or Spencer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from yeah.
1: from and and is that this Joe scene or is that before? Yeah, that's the Joe scene mm-hmm. where Joe's like looking through the window and he sees Ricky.
0: Yeah, so they they sit down, and honestly, I don't know about you, Dave. I think this is actually the best acting the Rock has ever done on anything. Full stop. Okay. In this scene right here, this is like Oscar. Worthy material where he is telling Ricky that, you know, they will cut you. You know, uh, they're, they're not going to, you know, say thank you, Spence. Appreciate it, Spence. Good luck. You can see that The Rock is talking from experience because he was, you know, he famously played for the University of Miami. And was in with, the CFL. Yes. Boys with alleged murderer, uh, Ray Lewis. And, uh, Yeah, he just got cut from teams. He just never quite made it. And you can see it in his eyes. Like, it almost looks like like his eyes are welling up when he says this. You know, how Mm -hmm. teams just dump you unceremoniously. And it's so convincing. And it's like, man, I wish the show was just this. (laughs) More of the Rock just telling his his stories. So maybe that's what the Young Rock ends up like. I don't know. (laughs) I I don't think so. This is good, though. Like, I I bought it, you know, The, the gravity of the situation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No more phone calls, no more meetings, and they no say more no more Twitter, F Twitter. Yep. Sure.
1: Should have showed this show to the president instead of Liz Warren.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's a massive fan of the show, Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. Um, yeah, and I mean, we smash cut – I think there's something with Charles, but we pretty much smash cut to Ricky getting immediately cut. Well, he calls the
1: Packers office and he apologizes. And he's like, I'm so sorry. It was, you know, won't happen again. And then he hangs up and you just see, cut him. And then it smash cuts to him finding out he got cut.
0: Nonchalantly, the Packers organization just decides to cut them, cut him. Uh, This, this struck me as, so unrealistic that <laughs> players like this do not get cut for that today at all. Even in 2015, mm-hmm. I mean, you have players like uh, Tyreek Hill who punched his pregnant girlfriend in the stomach, still playing, won a Super Bowl. Oh, you have okay. Antonio Brown who's accused of rape; who will go on trial for that later this year. Just won a Super Bowl ring last last month. You got, I mean, the list goes on. And on It's disgusting, and what Ricky did is not cuttable and. Just thinking about from where he's at in his career, they say that he's the twenty third most. Uh, twenty he has the twenty third most yards ever for a wide receiver. He's currently a slot receiver. Slot receivers don't get that kind of yards where he's like over ten thousand yards already. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking he was a wide receiver at one point. They converted him to slot receiver because he's getting older. He's on on the back end of his career, and it's kind of like what they did with Larry Fitzgerald, and. So he doesn't have that many more years left, but I'm just thinking about if he's at the Packers and Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback, Aaron Rodgers has had a lack of weapons for years, and you're telling me that if he could have Ricky Jarrett, who's one of the best receivers of all time, or he has to rely on Randall Cobb for a few more years, if they could get Aaron Rodgers for the show, the next scene is literally Aaron Rodgers... On a doing an interview somewhere, just planting seeds of mistrust as he's done for the past decade with the Packers, mm-hmm. about how he feels about the team. He would be angry, and they would know he's involved in the decisions. I want to see Aaron Rodgers cut Ricky Jarrett, if That's the way you want to make this happen.
1: Well, we don't get that, but we do. I mean, we get, don't get that. We do get
0: uh, a Chevy dealership,
1: <laughs> and Ch- Charles <laughs> wants to be a, a salesman. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so Charles's wife tells him to get a job, and his first idea of where to get a job, we don't even see him like, looking at other options or anything. His first option is to walk to a, a Chevy or Ford dealership. A Chevy dealership. Chevy dealership, and just say, you guys need a salesman? You guys need a guy to sell cars?
1: And they're like, what is your experience? He goes, none. And he gets the job.
0: Well, they ask him, like, who are you? And he's like, you yeah, know, I'm Charles Green. <laughs> who, who Who's that? Oh, offensive lineman. Oh, oh, yeah. No one ever recognizes offensive lineman in real life, honestly. Uh, unless you're like a very special player, no one knows who you are. So I don't think Charles is that kind of guy. Hey,
1: uh, don't don't go don't go trash talking Charles quite quite yet.
0: Yeah. Okay. But his wife okay. is
1: very happy for him. She freaks out.
0: This was the most baffling scene of the whole show. Okay. She, she tells him to go get a job. He tells her he got a job at a car dealership. This man who had commanded millions of dollars per year as an offensive lineman is now just a car dealer. You're telling me the the wife would be ecstatic over that news? I she would kick him out of the house. I, at least that's how I imagine it. She'd be go. like, "Can't
1: you get, be a broadcaster or something, or work for like the high school?
0: <laughs> just be a beat reporter or get like some in, inside intel from other players or whatever. Yeah, be like, a, a scout, talent captions. scout
1: or something." I mean we see what happens you with Charles think? over the course of the show. Yeah. Um. but the fact that his wife who's a doctor is so in- mm-hmm. I guess the f- she must be making enough money and he it doesn't I, seem like he's like a dope with his money. They got a nice house.
0: Standards. I think that's the answer. <laughs> oh, I mean she's 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 out of his league physically. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? So like but still to put up with a man who just wants to be a, a Chevy dealer, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, but he gets the so job. Yeah, Ricky is still here. Wait. Yeah, he does. Uh, Ricky is still waiting to hear back from other teams. And Spence gets a call from Dulé Hill. Yeah. Asking about Ricky. Should they take him on? Is he, is he a, a problem player? And his advice is to seek out <laughs> Charles. <laughs> So where, go does, where does Dooley, <laughs> so how does how
1: does Dooley know or Larry Duley Hill's character know to get, find mm-hmm. him at the Chevy dealership?
0: I mean, you probably just drove by and saw Charles outside. Some, some massive yeah, he's man. Like, yeah, he's unmistakable. It's hard to miss. Like you said, these are r- recognizable faces.
1: I bet it would be on like the sports beat, like Charles Green selling <laughs> selling Chevys in in Miami
0: i guess i mean it must
1: have been it must have been on twitter
0: yeah i mean john elway I mean, who was a quarterback different league but i mean different you know fame but like he he started a car car dealership in colorado and that was a big deal so
1: oh yeah because you want a car you're gonna get it from charles green
0: yeah but, so maybe that's how Dulé know knew he was there
1: Yeah. so larry, larry goes and talks to to charles
0: We got like a full 30 seconds of him just talking about the car, just trying to sell him on the car. But he's lying. (laughs) But but I was kind of like, I think I could go for a Chevy right now. Like, that sounds like not that bad. It's so dumb. It's such a dumb scene because it's like, well, what? No, I was. I was being sold by Charles. I was like, you know, Charles is straight
1: up lying. (laughs) Like, tell me about the horsepower. It was working for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he he clearly doesn't know (laughs) what he's talking about, about these trucks.
1: No, not a teeny tiny bit.
0: mm-hmm Dooley just wants to know about Ricky is he is he a good guy? Is he worth taking on
1: yeah he, he says um he's passionate mm-hmm that's the nice way of saying he's a hothead yeah but but Dooley Larry he's in they want him yep the Dolphins want Ricky Jarrett
0: yeah Spencer tells uh, Ricky he needs to be contrite won't happen again. Uh, Ricky's girlfriend says you'll even play special teams and Ricky's like no okay I will play special teams <laughs> whatever
1: he gets invited to go fishing with the coach
0: not only just the coach it's Don Shula and Larry Z- Zonka <laughs> who's on the boat right there calling him trash yeah. when he shows well, and up and you know
1: who the coach is right
0: it's uh, P- Pete Berg it's the director direct of The Rundown The Rock, one of The Rock's best in movies in this episode of this show movie yeah they're, they're tight and terrible writing yet again on the show where they say you gotta go, go meet up with them and better not be late they don't tell him what time they're expecting him to show up or anything mm-hmm. but he shows up at 501 and they're like you're late and it's like we we as the audience had no idea, idea what the time was for him to show up oh or. yeah yeah
1: but they're taking off and he's oh i won't do it again i won't do it again and they say that you're making bad life choices this is, yeah, I don't. I mean, think that's this is a good. Shula
0: calls them trash.
1: This is not a good scene for optics. To have three middle-aged and old white men look at this y- young black man and say bad life legends. choices. Yeah, like maybe yeah. maybe put a person of color on that boat just to even that because it looks pretty demeaning.
0: That's okay. That's okay. I mean, it's the dolphins. Like that is like the old guard. Like when you think dolphins, you think of those those two guys. And have you ever, a- Shulas, hmm? ever eaten at Shula's, Dave? Hmm. Have you ever eaten at No. No. I'm not a steak guy, but she always has a good steak.
1: Where where were you at one of those?
0: Uh, in Manhattan a few years back with my brother. It was like a restaurant week.
1: Oh, so, okay. All right, fine.
0: Yeah, the, the menu came in in football. Anyways, uh, yeah, they just tell him to untether the boat, and then the boat just drives off without him. They just leave him at the dock of the bay.
1: Yep. But he waits. He says, this, I'm going to prove my point. And yep. he just sits there all day. Could been all could have been like a four hour boat ride, and Ricky just yeah we don't know.
0: It's probably a couple hours. He got there at five o'clock. It's still sunlight when they get back, so
1: could be like eleven. Sure, a couple hours on the boat catching some fish.
0: And they do come back. Uh, They 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 tell him that um, not everyone thinks he's a scumbag. You know, the the coach uh, Peter Berg, he's all in on him, and he reveals where he got his intel from. Charles Green. And Ricky's reaction is priceless to all of this. He's just like, wait, Charles got a job and then just dies laughing. <laughs> what does that say about Charles?
1: It sets up one of the greatest characters in television history.
0: <laughs> I mean, you think about this episode. It's ground zero for all ballers, and we have one of the most hapless characters that we're going to have to follow <laughs> for five seasons. How, is that, how does that get you excited about the show? what's
1: well, it's Charles. you got to like Charles.
0: I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> but back to Spence, though. We got to wrap it up here. Yeah. So he goes he, to uh, give Vernon this money. Mm-hmm. And he goes, This is thousand dollars
1: he, he gives Vernon the check and he's like, You owe me, man. Like, Vernon says, I'll pay you back with interest. And, and Spencer goes, well, okay, you're going to be one of my clients. And he goes, Extends his hand for Vernon to shake. Vernon does not shake the hand. Vernon walks he away. He doesn't get it.
0: He does not get. Doesn't the get it. Protocol. Does not
1: agree to the terms. He doesn't even. You know. He's just like, okay, I'm see ya. Thanks yeah. for the
0: money. And I don't even think it's clear that Spence got the money because he's talking to to Jason for help on that because he mm-hmm. doesn't have all the funds. So, yeah, clearly he got help and it may not pay off. And, and we see he's on a we date. Double whammy. Yeah, yeah. He some goes stranger. to the
1: ATM to take out two hundred dollars. Overdraft fees. Can't do it.
0: Insufficient funds. And they call back to this so often throughout the show. And it's, you know, I know it's a life-imitating art, but, you know, The Rock famously always says, I only had $7 to my name at one point. And that's his character here. And it is a good defining moment. It's like, okay, I see, we're, you know, there's there's a lot of road here to travel to get Spence back into to the green there, you know?
1: So I don't know if this comes up, but does he have $300,001 in his bank account that he can cash this check? Or does Vernon's check bounce? <laughs>
0: That is, that's is—that's a very good question. Well, maybe he already cashed it, and that's why he's now. Yeah, so he, but the, but
1: Spencer has less than $200 in his bank account. So does he have $300,200 in his bank account? That's a very arbitrary number.
0: Yeah. I, well, they say insufficient funds. So we, we don't know exactly okay, what yeah. that means. So maybe,
1: th- yeah, things are tied up. Either way, not looking great yeah. for Spencer. And that's how the episode ends. All.
0: Good, a good pilot or not a good pilot, Dave? Good pilot, I think. I think it's middle-of-the-road pilot. <laughs> Charles is just like, how am I supposed to be invested in this? And he's supposed to be one of the characters we're watching every week.
1: I think if you gave us a little more Vernon and a little less Charles, it would have been a better pilot. Sure. If you put if yeah. you put um, Reggie in the first episode, I think it would have been better.
0: I think that would have made sense, yeah. And, then, and, and, and maybe don't, no, don't keep,
1: worry. keep Charles at the Chevy dealership for episode two.
0: Keep them there all season.
1: No, I mean like don't do it, like
0: don't introduce
1: the job at the Chevy oh. dealership until episode. Two. Oh yeah,
0: because you're setting the stakes pretty low when you do that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like Charles is a
1: sim- he's on a simmer most of the show. He's not. They're not turning but- the heat up on Charles.
0: Cause like even after Duley Hill walks out, there's a guy hassling Charles. Like, did you get his number? Like, that was almost a sale. And it's like, why should we be concerned if Charles can hold down a job at a Chevy dealership? Why, why is that? He needs that commission. And
1: and other car dealers are not rooting for each other.
0: <laughs> I mean, based on the trajectory of the show, we're going to see Spence at the next episode working at the Chevy dealership because he just needs the money. Mm-hmm. He's not broke. I kind of want to see that show.
1: <laughs> well, we've been talking about this half-hour episode of Ballers. As long as we talk about Downton Abbey and Crown episodes, so yeah. I think we should get to the power rankings.
0: Absolutely. Dave, who is going down for you?
1: At number three, I got Vernon. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know, you know, he he's taking this hand out from Spencer. He doesn't quite know what he's, what he's agreeing to. And we know people around the business know that he's bad with his money because of his boy Reggie.
0: But at the same time, he did get $300,000, so it wasn't that bad. But you see,
1: his house is full of hangers on, you know, he's got all these people yeah. that are depending on him,
0: sure. So, classic story, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, who do you got at the
0: well? Number three going down, I got running back Steven Jackson. So, in terms of his career, uh, he had already been with the Rams for nine seasons, eight or nine seasons, went to the Falcons. They got some production out of him, but th- just in the timeline of the show, this is before he has his last season in the NFL with the Patriots, mm-hmm. where it's completely evident that he's gone off the cliff. He he's not good anymore, he's not productive, unfortunately. Big fan of Steven Jackson, but he just bought a giraffe for six hundred thousand dollars and is about to be out of a job within a year and he doesn't know it yet. So not a giraffe. <laughs> not a giraffe, an elephant, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, and he paid taxes for that elephant too. So Steven Jackson, man, you gotta be smart about your investment decision soon, buddy.
1: Who knows? in the k of ballers how he does. Well, <laughs> yeah. Number 2, I got Spencer Strassmore. Okay. I think I think it's understated the fact that Red, um, Reggie um Vernon does not shake his hand and agree to the terms. Mhm. And we see that Joe is kind of pushing him around and we see yeah. that he's broke.
0: I agree. I agree. Well, number two, I got Aaron Rodgers. There's no <laughs> reality in which he is not absolutely livid about his star receiver getting cut without him having any say in the matter. Like, this would absolutely be a huge piece of drama. And so, Ricky
1: Ricky would be like, my boy Aaron's going to be mad.
0: They're absolutely boys, because like just, I was saying. They ignore def-
1: so much of the, the, the reality.
0: Uh, yeah, because he absolutely played for the Packers for a number of years and had a lot of production there. So there, there, you, go. there you go. Well,
1: number one. I got I got Rod's wife. She's left with nothing. Her man's cheating on her.
0: Yeah. And I mean Rod should be number one going down.
1: No, I don't think Rod should be number one because Rod's wife has has nothing.
0: That's fair. She has a life he
1: has a lifestyle that she has maintained and now nothing. She's gonna have to work. Mm -hmm. What NFL wife kids and you know, nothing for their children. Yeah. And you can see at the funeral she is not thrilled.
0: No, but number one for me going down is Spencer Strasmore because he's given that speech that lands with a thud for her. He doesn't have any money. He's just failing all around, and he's addicted to pain pills. and had Oh, yeah, he, I forgot to
1: mention his painkiller addiction. He's <laughs> yeah. eating them like Pez so, candy.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, that, that'll that catch up to you. So, yeah, d- down week for Spencer, but nowhere to go but up, right? Nowhere to go but up.
1: We'll see. Who mm-hmm. do you got on the, on the upswing?
0: Well, number three, I got HBO. This is a massive win for the the channel to get The Rock in his prime to just do a tossed off half hour show every week. It was like the most watched show when it was on on HBO mm-hmm. um, on HBO itself. So, kudos to them just getting them to show up. <laughs> All right. Well, number three, Charles. Okay. We see. Well, he's, he's my number two, actually.
1: Okay, Charles is a. Uh... He's got a new job.
0: He's got a job. He's,
1: he's got a wife who's out of his league who's ecstatic that he has that job. Yeah. And that's about it. That's all he needs. And he's Charles.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, Ricky's astonishment that Charles got a job, I think, speaks for itself how momentous this is that he is, he's working on a Chevy dealership. So, yeah, that earned his, the number two spot for me. But Dave, what, what's number two for you? Ricky's number two. Okay.
1: Because I think he's justified in punching this guy in the face. Yeah. I think he ha- he has some big character moments where he seems to learn, he waits on the dock all day for the coach, for Peter Berg, mm-hmm. and then he-, he gets the job, you know? It's good good, good for Ricky.
0: Yeah, well, I have Ricky at number one. I think he's landed in a good situation where I- I'm so glad he got to beat up that dude. He got to hook up with multiple women in this episode, and now he's with the Dolphins, and I think at the time they have Ryan Tannehill, who does like throwing to, to slot receivers, so this is good for him. He's going to have a, produ- a productive year.
1: Okay. Well, number one, we brought him up as a side player. I think Jason is the number one in this episode. He that's he brokers the deal for for Rick. Okay. We see. By the way, we yeah. see when this episode starts. This man is with maybe the best looking woman in the whole show in this episode.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, it is <laughs> silly, and he's he's just bored. He's bored by it. That, is is there? You know, that's like
1: Princess Diane in the Crown. This is... Well, this no, he's, is just, he's
0: sweating, but he's bored to take work. Yeah, no, this guy is putting in work, man.
1: And we see that he mm. kind of is a made man, you know? Like, he's... The Rock talks about him going out on a limb to establish himself. Clearly, that means he's it's paid off. Yeah, he he's, he's got Vernon under his his umbrella. He's got Ricky. He's got Spencer. He's dispensing mm-hmm. advice. Yeah. I think he's got a... You know, I, he doesn't become much, but if you were to watch this first episode and not have any context... You would think that Jason is going to be a bigger player.
0: You would think, but then his introduction is, is the
1: most epic introduction of the show.
0: <laughs> it's pretty epic. Well, I don't know. The Rock just popping pills. Like that's true. Candy. That's true.
1: <laughs> just-
0: uh, <laughs> so good. Um, I kind of want to keep watching Ballers, but now I, I no, I, I know now I my
1: HBO now is going to have continue watching Ballers.
0: Yeah, I know forever now until t- end time. Uh, so that's that.
1: That was a 48 and, minutes on Ballers.
0: <laughs> and just everything about Ballers. And we'll get back to our regular scheduled programming next week. Uh, well,
1: we do have a, some some bigger news coming, but I think that next yeah. week we got something coming that I think we should tell the fans now. Yeah, so we forgot if you about want you. to, we're going back to Downton Abbey next week
0: for the next maybe two <laughs> or gotta, three weeks. We've been off the reservation for too long. We've got go to go back come and home who we are.
1: Yeah. But unlike last year, between the Crown and the English game, or no, between the English game and the Crown Season 2, mm-hmm. we don't want to watch necessarily the greatest as much as we want to watch infamous Downton Abbey episodes.
0: So, yeah, lay, lay it on us what you want us to watch.
1: Well, we already decided what the first one is.
0: We already know what one of them is.
1: Yeah. And it is P. Gordon.
0: We gotta, it's been too long. We gotta revisit. Does it hold up at all? Is it good? We don't know. We and we posted this
1: in the Lord to Grantham Lounge. Again, another incentive to be on our Patreon is you get to hear these breaking news pieces early. Yeah. Divisive response talking about P. Gordon in there. Yeah. We got some people well, we'll, saying that whenever they rewatch the show, they skip the P. Gordon episode. Mm-hmm. So, we'll I will talk it over I'm, next week, you know? We will. So, it's a little homework for you guys. I mean, if you made it through 50 minutes of ballers talk,
0: God here, help you.
1: So, yeah. I, I think all of our usual post show discussions we can, we can table for next week.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. So, you know the drill. Give them the plugs.
0: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're there. Lordsgrantham at gmail.com. If you want to buy merch, T public, you can find it linked on our, our Twitter. And our Patreon, too. And, well, that's not linked there, but if you want, to, you can find us on Patreon. And then also uh, iTunes, five stars if you so choose, if you want to hear us keep talking balls, And let us
1: know what you think, because we do have plans, but there's yeah. always, you know, room between seasons to do like a sort of silly one-offs and stuff like that. And then this is what our Patreon is for. We just finished yeah. Pride and Prejudice this last week, or it came out this week. Um, mm-hmm. So we do really have a lot of... You, the fans have a lot of creative control when it comes to what we do in bonus content. We did a kickboxer. We did Star Wars. We've done all of it. So if you like us breaking down stuff that's not British period drama, or you want us to do other British period dramas, come talk to
0: us there. Absolutely. And with that, uh, happy April Fool's Day.
1: Yeah. Hope we fooled you. Gotcha. <laughs> and that's uh, that. That's it, huh? All right, until next week.